0: Yo, what is up, guys? I'm your host, Joe A. We are representing the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network feed on this AEW prediction show. We're predicting and just going over the card for AEW Revolution that's happening this Sunday. I wanted to say Saturday, but for some reason they're back to a Sunday pay-per-view schedule, which I don't know why because I really enjoy when it's a Saturday pay-per-view schedule. Uh, but yeah, I'm Joe from Project K-Fabe, A. We are the WrestleBuzz Network, so if you're already listening, you probably already know, but we have three podcasts on this. We have Project Kayfabe, our podcast, where we talk about you know, a lot of different things. One of the main focuses we've had over the past couple of months is going over the old TNA, the Hulk Hogan era TNA, because not only a lot of people have covered it, and it's a really bad time of wrestling, so it's interesting to talk about it, and we talk about some new stuff. We do some segments here and there, and you got the Wrestling Journal podcast with Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, all the boys there. Good stuff going on there. They do like a whole breakdown of your week in pro wrestling, some news, some topics. And then we have from the top of it, Gurge Brooms. He does a lot of cool stuff, opinionated pieces. Right now, he's actually going through like a series that he's doing on Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, like talking about his rise to where he is now and the bloodline. And this is some great stuff. Go check it out. Um, but yeah, we're going to do a prediction show. I've already talked, but how you doing?
1: Doing good, you know. Just here, you know, battling life day by day. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's 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 the model these days, you know. Just
0: life. <laughs> I can't tell if that's depressing or motivational.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, of, I guess, a little bit of both, you know. I have a Batman quote here in my room that says, "Everything's impossible until someone does it." And honestly, that's how I feel these days. I feel like we could do anything we want in life, and we can make this podcast. See, We'd, like this podcast might seem impossible but look we're doing it right <laughs> yeah
0: know. we've got some growth we've got some momentum so yeah i see that this is a great quote um but yeah uh before we go into the show and the card gotta plug all those socials so the wrestle buzz podcast network it's you know available on all your podcast platforms your spotify your apple your google podcast so go listen there if you haven't already tell your friends tell your mama do what you gotta do then you got WrestleBuzz buzz itself you can follow it on instagram at WrestleBuzz. Um, And then um, same thing on Twitter. Uh, On top of that, there's our show. It's um, at project underscore KFabe on all social media platforms. And you got uh, from the top rope, which Gurge Brooms at from the top rope. And if you want to follow him, go follow I at I hate (laughs) Gurge Brooms on uh, Instagram. Um, But yeah, let's uh, talk about AW Revolution. We have an eight-match card, which is a little slimmer compared to some of their cards, I believe, and most of it has to do with the fact that we have an Iron Man match, which is probably going to be your main event. It's for the world title. MJF and Brian Danielson. Uh, before we break down every match, just overall, what are your feelings getting ready for the pay per view? Are you excited? You know, how do you how do you feel, Quad? I
1: uh, can't say that I'm excited. I don't say I've been. Mean, I, I, if if I'm being completely honest, I, I talk I talk about AEW in the past and like you know talk trash about it, but quite honestly, right now I'm just not interested in the product at all. Like there's nothing that AEW is doing to, for me personally that's grabbing my attention. I feel like this has been the least hype period in a long time. I don't know why. Something about this feels off compared to like and it sucks because it's in the middle of mania season and WWE is on fire right now for the most part. Um, and that gets you pumped up, but. This pay per view, I'm just like, oh, you know, it's happening. Is there? There's some matches on there. I don't know why some of these matches are happening. Quite honestly, or why some of these feuds are still going on. But yeah, I'm just not hyped. I don't know. I don't know what it is.
0: No, I agree with you. Uh, I'm not hyped really either, which is interesting because I do enjoy AEW. But um, and this is something we're gonna talk on on our next episode of Project K-Fape. I'm kind of just not hyped about wrestling in general right now. Like I'm kind of more enjoying like people who put out wrestling content like YouTube podcasts. Like I like that. I like the content we're putting out. Uh, But like, I don't know the current product right now for both shows isn't really impressive for me. Um, Like WWE, like to be honest, if you take away the bloodline um, and everything that's happened there, I don't think the show has been that big of a difference or like amazing. You know, it's more watchable. But, like, if you take away that and, like, sure, Cody Rhodes is there, too. Honestly, I'm, there's what else is going on in WWE. I can't really pinpoint anything that's, like, really cool to me at the moment. Sorry uh, sorry for the boys that love Bray <laughs> Wyatt. But, oh, like, no. even that's not really, like, doing it for me right now. Um, I'm just bored on that side. And, honestly, AEW I've been bored with, too, to be honest. I mean, i still been keeping up here and there. I mean, there are certain things where I'm like, I enjoy it, but it's still not like hype for me right now as it felt like a couple months back. And, you know, with this pay-per-view coming in, I do agree. Like, it feels like it's the least hype. I feel like this card was, even though there's a story and a reason why for almost every match, I feel like it's still almost like just got randomly thrown together. Like, I feel like this is like a WWE 2K, like universe mode pay-per-view and like the game. But we're going to go over every match here. I'm on cagematch.net, so that's where they have the full card. So this Sunday, AW, they're in San Francisco at the Chase Center, which is cool. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's uh, where uh, the Golden State Warriors are playing now. So that's cool that they get to be there. Eight matches as we talked about. So we'll go one by one what's on here and talk about who, we're, what we're feeling, who do we think's winning. And, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, that'll be our show. Uh, so we got a no-hold-bar match between Christian Cage and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Um, that This has been a feud in the making. This has been going on for quite some time now, ever since Christian turned his back on Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. But then Luchasaurus joined sides with Christian. Then it looked like he changed his mind and went back with Jungle Boy just to, you know, swerve him. And then Christian was out for a bit with an arm injury and then now he's back he's good and the feud is back together between him and jungle boy essentially they did have a match at aw all out but it led with jungle boy taking a choke slam to like the um at the entrance ramp which was pretty gnarly by uh luchasaurus to jungle boy and then he put him through a table threw him in the ring 24 second long match at all out and this is their first match since And, you know, there's a lot of animosity. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, the work that Christian has done. And, you know, you got to think past, because it's just been two weeks that they build up for this pay per view, but this has been going on for a while. I mean, Christian's been talking about Luke Luke Perry, you know, Chris, I mean, Jungle Boy's dead dad, you know, RIP. He's just talked about his mom, talked about his family. He's been off the fucking hinges, and it's been amazing. Um, But now we have this match, no holds bar. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna go crazy. I mean Jungle Boy could take some stuff. I was there when he went against Luchasaurus at full gear and jumped off the top of the cage. And Christian, you know, I think Christian can put on a nice hardcore match with this kid. I'm expecting to enjoy this match. What do you think? How do you feel about this? Especially because like it was kind of thrown at us within the last two weeks, but I don't think it's a bad thing because there has been a deep story with this.
1: Yeah, it's probably one of the few matches that match looking forward to because I like Christian. I think Dringle Boy has potential; he has upside, um, and it's a no total bars match. So I mean, like, why not? So like, I was looking forward to the first match that they're supposed to have and all out, but of course, Christian got hurt. So it's gonna happen. So I'm looking forward to see how this one goes. And like I said, it's like it's it's a pretty good feud for the most part. Like the story is there, the emotion is there. Um, and I personally have a problem with it the, with the this, the this storyline at all. And I think. Um, it's gonna be a really good match for jungle boy you know to take his take it to the next level because i think he's been kind of like in limbo for a little bit um post luchasaurus tag team and just feel like he just kind of there mm-hmm. um so I think once he gets this match happens hopefully he wins and you know he gets past his field and hopefully does something else like win the tNT title like I don't know but mm-hmm. um but yeah looking forward to that
0: yeah, I agree. I think he needs to get past this so he can do a lot more. Jungle Boy is still one of those people who has a lot of potential here in AEW. He's a young star. He puts on a good match, has a good following, but like he hasn't been, besides his tag team work and what he's doing now, and he puts on quality matches. It's just, I think beyond that, there's a lot more left to you know be seen. And I think once he gets out of here, there's opportunities for him to maybe go for the TNT title. Or if they still, and who knows what's happening now that ROH is back, but maybe it'll be a little bit of cross branding. Maybe he'd go for like the TNT, I mean, the ROH TV title. That could be interesting to see, like if he went against Samoa Joe. Um, So I'm interested in this one. I'm going to say Jungle Boy needs to win this match so he could get past this. I don't know where Christian goes after this, but I'm sure he'll be fine. It's Christian. He's like, whether he's a part-timer or a full-timer at this company, Christian has some good stuff. He's been involved with, Uh, there was that time, you know, he was with obviously uh, Jungle Express, but I'm happy it's kind of over now. And I hope to see some cool stuff from Christian here, but yeah, Jungle Boy probably uh, for the win. Who who do you think?
1: Yeah, I think he has to, it it will be, I I won't be mad Christian wins. I think it will be kind of funny, but I think for the sake of, you know, the sake of the talent and the sake of pushing people new people jungle boy should win this match for sure
0: i agree i think so it, it just makes a lot more sense for him to win it especially for new talent and christians of age where you know he can r- put kids over and that's what i think his job is you know and if he does win though that is pretty cool i'll take it <laughs> yeah. um We got a singles match next. Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks. The Jericho Appreciation Society is barred from ringside based off of the contract that they signed. Um, I'm looking forward to this just because, you know, it's more opportunity to get Ricky Starks out there. I think, you know, ever since the ending of Team Taz, the feud with Powerhouse Hobbs and, you know, he feuded with MJF. Ricky Starks has been on a roll. Even when he's lost some matches, his momentum has stayed hot. You know, he still must see when you give him the mic. And when he's on there, he can wrestle. You could feel it. Like, he has a lot of heart and charisma that alone is like, it's nice to see that he's in a feud with Chris Jericho. I know a lot of people have been mixed over the last couple of months or year or so with Chris Jericho, but at the end of the day... He's putting people over. He's not burying talent as an old guy. He's really making stars. Like, look at Action Andretti, who just had, like, a crazy, like, performance, uh, I'm pretty sure, in that ladder match yesterday, and he's just been doing so well. Like, Chris Jericho, he could get all the shit that he wants from people, but he still knows how to put people over, and is still must see as well, too, because it's Chris Jericho. Who cares what his wife does on her off time, you know? Like, this man has donated plenty of money out there to help families out. Um, so we'll, we'll go with that, but yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see how this goes, especially because they've had their run-ins. Ricky Starks has been just going through the Jericho Appreciation Society, but I think overall, they with a rematch against Chris Jericho, I think he'll have a solid matchup against him, and you know, this will, I don't know what to expect. I won't say match of the night. I don't think so, but I think it'll still be a good quality match, and just building up more and more of Ricky Starks to hopefully one point put him for Gold, you know, somewhere else. Maybe it's TNT title. Put him on ROA. Just give him gold and help boost him up because this guy, I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that there's like a list of other people that will probably come before him to become world champion, Ricky Starks is still on that list of someone that could be world champion. And the more they build them up, the better. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I'm not. So I have I, I have mixed feelings about this match. Like, I'm not. I'm excited to Ricky Star. I like Ricky Star. So I'm a big Ricky Star's fan. I think he. Like you said, he's future world champion material. I kind of don't care about match versus Krzysztof because I feel like, oh, the, to me now in 2023, a win over Krzysztof isn't that amazing. Like, yes, he's still a big name and stuff like that, but I feel like Ricky Starks can have better use of his time outside of just feud with JS, with JS, JAS, and, and Jericho. Um, but I understand why they're doing it because you know, he lost against MDF, and guess, my guess is that he's Slowly rising back up to the top to where he get a match with and hopefully wins. Um, that'd be a cool storyline. So I get why he has to face Jericho and all that stuff, but I guess I just prefer him to see him face someone a different heel on the on the roster. But then when I say that, I don't know who that would be because I don't even know half the roster right now. I'm blanking completely. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I think I just want to see Starks win. You know, that, that's pretty much it for me.
0: Yeah, I think so. A second win because he already had a win over Chris Jericho. And it's interesting that Chris Jericho is the one that was like making him go through hoops and just not wanting to face him again after losing to him already. (laughs) So I think, you know, I think this is still going to be good for Ricky Starks at the end, just building more credit to where he can be in whether it's the main event scene, the mid card scene with the mid card titles. I think this will do well. I think he needs to win this match. I mean, I don't see why Chris Jericho needs to win it. Chris Jericho is one of those people who also can take a loss, and it doesn't matter because it's Chris Jericho. He can face the world champion randomly one week just because he is Chris Jericho, and that's how it goes kind of in wrestling. So, yeah, I say Ricky Starks, and I'm guessing that's what you're saying too, right?
1: Yeah, pretty much, yeah, Ricky.
0: All right, Ricky for the win, Young Rock right there. Um, on the next part of this list, I'm seeing the AEW world trios title. We got the elite Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, the champions going against the house of black Brody King, buddy Matthews and Malachi black. You know, I, I think the quickest way I'm not even, there's not a lot for me to talk about besides saying, I think house of black needs to win this. Or they should win it. You know, no offense to the elite but, like, you just, you had seven matches while you, you weren't champion. I get it. And now this is, like, maybe, what, their second or third title defense? Because I think they've had a couple of title defenses when they're, like, on Rampage and stuff like that. I think Top Flight was one of them. Um, that tag team wh- while they're with um, AR Fox. But if we're trying to build the legitimacy of the House of Black, I know there's a lot of conversations of, like, is Malachi leaving? Is Buddy not happy? You know what's going on. At first, it seemed like that maybe they were breaking up because it looked like Malachi was leaving. But he was like, "I'm not leaving AEW. I just need some time off." But I think to build the legitimacy of this tag team in AEW, the elite need to lose. I personally feel like they need to. You know, wrestling is always weird because like this, like is I would call this their first major title defense because they've had. Let's see, they went against the firm. I mean that's Ethan Page, Isaiah Cassidy, and Matt Hardy. Like, I like them all, but like, I wouldn't call that as a threat. Same thing against AR and Top Flight. Even though there were uh, there were moments where it looked like they were going to lose the belts to them. So those though they've already had three title defenses. Two were on Rampage, one was on Dynamite. I just think like I'm like I'm just trying to say it's to build the legitimacy of Aleister Black, Malak, uh, I mean Malachi Black. Uh, Buddy Matthews and Brody King give them the belts. They looked good holding the belts yesterday too. Like they looked legitimate, and I think this is a team. And you know, it always gets to the conversation of like, you know, AEW signed all these WWE guys, and what are they doing with them? For some of them, this is your opportunity to put them with the belts, make this staple look legitimate instead of having them just lose. And like, they've put on some good matches on their own like when they were feuding with um uh what was it death triangle that was cool when they were feuding with like Pac, and he had like a red beard with him and stuff for that pre-show match that was really really good that was an amazing pre-show match at last year's revolution but i think this is their time, especially someone like Malachi, give him a belt already. This dude is legit. He puts on some great stuff. That feud of Cody, while well, there's a lot of mixed feelings about what happened during that time was also cool. I I mean, that's that's my that's my thing. Give him the belts, even though, like, I don't know, maybe they don't, but you could figure out things to do with the young bucks and Kenny all the time. Anytime. There's somewhere for them in the card for any title or any feud. But give something to the House of Black so they could finally look like a force on this company.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. 100%. Like, i like I I love the lead and everything, but you got you kind of have to give House of Black the Tiles. Like you said, if they don't give them Tiles here it's like, why should I see them as a threat anymore? Like I feel like this is down between to finally give them something. You know, they didn't get the tag Tiles or whatnot. Well, I don't know who's a tag here in that group, but you know they so. Yeah, this is the tiles that they should win. The three, the three, if we could get three guys of tiles at once, you know, this is the time to do it with the Trios tiles. So why not? Um, and honestly, I, I rather see Kenny as a singles competitor. Like I don't have as much hype for Kenny in the in the trio group with the Young Bucks because I feel like we've seen it before. We've seen it a lot of times, and it just doesn't excite me. Um, I want to see Kenny as a singles guy again. I want to see him, you know, feud with. Top guys that we haven't seen in field with yet, like MJF would be a cool field or um Ricky Starks. I don't know. There's like a bunch of people who Kenny hasn't faced yet that will be awesome to see um going forward. And then the Bucks, you know, the tag I think like the tag division is in a weird spot right now where I feel like the Bucks kinda need to re enter it because if you look at that, that we're gonna talk about that match in a bit, but that tag match just makes no sense to me. And so I don't know what's going on there. Um but I like to see the Bucks back in tag division I think they did what they had to do for the trios. You know, they got established um, with uh, Pac and um, Lucha Brothers. But now I think it's time to, you know, go back to where they were and do their own things again.
0: Yeah, for real. I think right now the only thing I'm interested in with the Elite, if they're going to be a trio, is CM Punk and FTR. You know, that's the only thing I want. For some reason, there's been a lot of conversation about it on Twitter over the last couple of days. I don't know why. But if that's the only time I really need some elite action right now, because I think, you know, Kenny Omega solo run again, doing whatever, that'll be cool. Don't you don't need to put them for the world title right away because you don't. You could do a, you could find other things to do, like like at John Moxley and Adam Page. They're having a good time not being in the world title picture. Um, but yeah, I think it's time to, you know, put the, like the bucks, put them in the tag team division again for the tag tiles. We'll talk about that in a bit, but yeah. Um, house of black for the win is what I'm getting from both of us. And I hope this is what we see, but I expect nonetheless, this is going to be a banger of a matchup. Whoever takes the victory here, it's still going to be a hard hitting match. And I think I'm most excited just to see Buddy Matthews. Buddy Matthews, one of those guys, is when he had that solo run in WWE before he got put into, you know, the Disciple, stuff like that, I thought he was killing it. I thought uh, he has a crazy move set. I, I enjoyed the couple of times I've seen him in, in um, House of Glory. So it will be really cool to see what happens here. So next match on this uh, card I see is the AEW Women's World Title. Jamie Hayter versus Horea versus Ruby Soho. Jamie Hayter is your champion. Um, This match is basically coming to us in a way of Jamie Hayter has been feuding. um, Well, Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker have been feuding with Soraya and now Tony Storm. They turned heel and they're basically doing a thing is like, yeah, we weren't from this company. We weren't homegrown like you guys are. So we're out to take and get rid of anyone that isn't, you know, someone that's coming from WWE basically is how it's like being portrayed. Soraya going heel was not something I expected. Same thing with Tony Storm. I still honestly find it a little weird, to be to be quite 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 honest. I can't even speak right now. It's a little weird seeing them as heels, because I don't like believe it as much. I will say sometimes when it comes to like maybe it's like the woman wrestling on AEW compared to wwe sometimes the acting portion of it feels forced when it comes to some of the AEW stars that i i feel um but we got ruby soho here who is kind of like in the middle between this because she's a wwe person but she's also a face and right now jamie hater is a face same with Britt. And she's also just trying to befriend them. You know, sure, she was a WWE person, but she's also this kind of part of her story is like, yeah, I was in WWE. But look at my career now. It's so much better than me being in WWE. I feel like at least that's what I'm getting from this story. Um, Overall, I'm taking Jamie Hayter for the win here because Jamie Hayter can be champion still. She has a lot more matches under her belt that I would like to see her as champ. But honestly, if they were to, if she were to lose the belt, I mean, Ruby Soho is someone who also I feel can be champion. I feel like she's been doing her thing. Sure. She was out for a nose injury, but before that she's been doing her thing. Like I like Ruby Soho since she's been a part of AEW. she's good to watch, you know, there's a lot more left to see what she can do, but you know, I, I kind of don't want to see Soraya as champ, but I could also see her winning because of Tony storm somehow, or who Knows maybe there's a chance we'll see like Britt Baker turn on Jamie Hader and somehow maybe like you know she joins Soraya, you know, maybe there's something there or Ruby Soho turns. Like, I feel like there's maybe a turn in the mix somewhere here that would cause Jamie Hader to maybe lose the belt if she had to lose it, but uh, at the same time, maybe not. Maybe it's just a regular match and uh, Jamie Hader walks out as champ and. Maybe we'll eventually lead to Jamie Hayter versus Britt, or who knows what's down the line here. But I'd like to see Jamie, but honestly, I could see anyone walking out as champion on this one. I feel like it's a little bit of a mixed bag because of like what could happen here.
1: Yeah, I gotta say, if Jamie Hayter loses, I will probably be, I I'll be really upset. I, I don't want to see, I don't have any interest in Surrea becoming champion either. I'm just not a fan of, her character direction right now, and like her enemy work is is getting better than than her first match with Britt. I'll give her that. Like her last match she had on Diamond, I think last week was honestly pretty good. Um, but for her right now, I don't have an interest in her becoming champion. Um, Ruby Riot is—if anyone like—if I had picked Soho,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, you, you're right, Ruby Soho. Forgot her name. If I had picked someone, I'd rather her win, but. Yeah, Jamie just started her reign. Like, the last woman's Tower reign with Storm was only 76 days. I'm looking at it here. And Jamie only had like, 72. So why have another short reign? I feel like, you know, if you made us sit through Thunder Rosa for 172 days, let me sit through Jamie here for 172 days. I wouldn't mind that. You know, just let her hold on for a while. <laughs> I think she could drop it, like, all out or something, you know. But I don't see why she should drop it. And plus, you know. If for been for me, and Dora, i assume it's happening again. If it does happen that she's champion, maybe my guess, Sasha Banks, oh shoot, Mercedes Monet versus Jimmy Hayden match, and that match would blow the roof off of what we're in. So, you know, hold off, hold off, hold off on Ta on hell for now.
0: I like that. Yeah, we did have a short reign just beforehand, so we could have a little bit of a longer reign. So I agree. And I think that dream match between her and Mercedes Monet that that would sell a lot of tickets. I feel like right now Forbidden Door Two has the potential to be you know pay per view of the year just because like you got your Brian Danielson who's you know here not injured knock on wood and you know Zack Saber Jr. on this ROH episode that just came out did kind of like tell uh, like say he's one of the best technical wrestlers ever like he kind of mentioned Brian Danielson so. Still a lot of opportunities, so it would be cool to see what happens there. Overall, I think this match should you pretty well. I think also because, like, I, I agree, Soraya has been improving a little bit. It's going to take some time, obviously, because she was out for so long. It's not going to be a quick, you know, like, I think that match against Britt had a lot to be left, to, you know, for the people <laughs> watching. But it's okay. I mean, it's her first match back. What do you expect? A five-star banger? Like, you got to cut someone, got to cut her slack. But I think I'm interested in this. I know I'm definitely a lot more interested in this match than I am this next match, which is the AEW World title match, Fatal 4-Way for the tag team titles. We got the Guns, who are the tag team champions, after beating the Acclaim about two, three weeks ago. They're taking on Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy, the All-Atlantic champ, and the Acclaimed. I don't know why (laughs) this is the direction that they went in. You know, I understand why the guns are there because they're to tag champs. I don't have a problem with that. I thought them winning was an approach that I didn't expect to happen, but I'm happy they're not just jobbers anymore. Like, I am I like that part. The Acclaimed, I mean, they're supposed to be there. They just lost the belt. They need to be in this match. But then when they did the whole, you know, we're going to do two casino battle royale things to figure out who are going to be the next people. Aussie Open was there twice for these damn matches and didn't win, <laughs> and now we got Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. I love some Jeff Jarrett, but what the fuck? And I love some Dan Housen and some Orange Cassidy, but another what the fuck? It's like, sure, the match is probably going to be cool to we'll see. I mean, there's some there's good people in this match, but it's like, I don't care. <laughs> like these, like I just don't care could have gave me Ozzy Open. You could have gave me John Silver and Alex Reynolds. I probably care a little bit more, to be honest, than, like, Orange Cassidy and Downhousen. They have no reason to be in this match. I mean, Orange, their best friends is a part of this group. Like, you could have your Trent and your Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor, has been they've been a tag team for years and still don't have the, like, real shine that they've had since, like, their match against, like, the... Proud and powerful in that, like, backyard, uh, parking lot match. So, I don't know what the hell's going on with this match. I'm not too excited. I mean, give the give the win to the ass boys. I don't care at this point. If this is what you're gonna do, give the win to the ass boys, let them have it. I don't know. <laughs> this is just so random.
1: Yeah, I'm I I, I, the discard, man. I told someone, like, this is like the tag team booking. Is they attack me for that, saying, No, it's not, you know, blah blah. But th- this match makes no sense. Like, the guns. All right, I'm okay. I, I'm here for the shock value win. So the guns win the titles, fine. I don't care. Um, I, like, fine. Uh, the claim, you know, if the claim wins this match, then at that point, it's like, why get the guns the titles? You know, it's kind of pointless. Um, I wouldn't mind Jeff Drag winning because Jeff Drag is dope. I don't like Jay Lethal, though, so that's like, you know, 50% good. And then that, like you said, that housing orange Cassidy is just random. Orange Cassidy has a title already why is he not defending that how the pay a view instead? And like, well, there's no, there's no room for him to defend towel. So, but you know, they got best friends. It's, it's just shades of Jericho and Sammy Guevara being a tag team when you had LAX and in, in, in um, the, the, I don't know what that group was called anymore, in a circle. Um, <laughs> and they didn't get him a towel shot, but then Jericho gets every single towel shot apparently. And now Arnest Cassie is apparently getting all the towel shots for the group too. It just doesn't make any sense. um It seems like, I get the feeling that they probably wanted FTR. FTR is gonna break, apparently though, so I guess that's not gonna happen. Or maybe who knows? Maybe I just just came to my head earlier, but maybe FTR and Punk is cooking something up and they come back. I don't know. Like,
0: I, I, that I, would I, be I'm cool. Gonna, I'll
1: take it. <laughs> it would be cool. Like I'll i would, i, would, I would love to see that. Um, but yeah, uh, this match makes some sense to me. I don't know. I I I if I had to pick a team to win, um, I'll just go with the claim because. It, they're cool. Like, I don't know. I don't have a preference, truly.
0: Everybody loves the acclaim, you know? So I agree. But yeah, I just, I don't really care. That's what I've come to. Like, there's a cooler tag team match happening, a four way tag match happening on Rampage. Like, you it's, got uh, yeah. Wheeler, U- Wheeler, Yuta, Cesaro, Ozzy Open, uh, Alex Reynolds, and, J- and John Silver. And I forgot the other team. But like, that's happening. And we have this, so like it's just such a random mishmash of like people to be on a be in a match together. It's like okay, uh, yeah. Texas Death Match is your next match. John Moxley versus Adam Page. This is their fourth match in the series because we've already had a, quite a few. So the first match was John Moxley uh, with the and it was for the AEW title, and he was going against Adam Page on that Dynamite episode, Title Tuesday. Uh, ended with ref decision because like Adam Page got his got just destroyed by that so crazy. Uh, then we had the rematch, which was a really good match between Adam Page and John Moxley at the Kia Center uh, at the beginning of the year. That one went to Adam Page. Then the last match that they just had was also really really good. It went to John Moxley, so it's two and one. John Moxley up with the upper hand. So now they're going to settle it, even though. If Adam Page wins, then it's like two and two. Then don't you need one more match if that, unless they're giving it to Moxley. But either which way, I think to be honest, this might be the match I'm most excited for on the card just because Mox and Adam Page have been putting on bangers. Any of the Texas death matches that have happened on AEW have been complete bangers. The, my favorite one is the Adam Page Lance Archer match. So I think this is going to be a solid match. It's going to get bloody. You know, Mox is going to bleed regardless. You could just look at him. He'll start bleeding. <laughs> um, so he's going to be bleeding probably the hard way. Who knows? Um, and I think this is going to be a good one. I want the win to go to Adam Page. I don't think Mox needs it right now. I think maybe it's time to start building up Adam Page again because I could see... You know, if MJF is keeping this title, he needs, and who knows how long this reign is going to be, I feel like he's already beaten Mox, beating Adam Page, if that's going to be something that they do, if they want to run that, that'll be good. I don't know what they're trying to do, obviously, but I don't know. Depending on what what the situation is, either which way, I think Adam Page should win to keep building him up again, because Adam Page, you know, he's one of the top stars that they got there, and going against Mox, like it's okay for mox to lose i think you know there's always been that conversation it's like wasn't mox gonna go on vacation until brawl out happened and like he had to be there now to you know help put the company on his back um maybe he gets you know takes that a takes a loss on this match and he gets to relax a little bit and then you know it'd be cool to have a big pop for moxley to return like that return he had last year after coming back from rehab but i don't know Either which way, slammer, banger, I don't care. Going to be a good match. My win for this one goes to Adam Page.
1: Yeah. Um, I I was honestly confused about this, about this feud because I feel like this feud probably should have ended when Hangman won or when Moxie won the third match. So I, I guess I'm not too excited for this match um, because I just... I'm not a bit I'm realize I'm not a big John Moxley fan. I don't know what it is like.
0: You out have out the worst show. takes in wrestling ever. Yeah, I, I hate you, I man. Know, man. <laughs> out
1: of out of <laughs> the shoe members, he's he's the least exciting to me. Like, I just. Wow. Man, I don't know. I'd rather watch Roman or Seth.
0: But, uh, make up your mind. First, you don't like a technical <laughs> wrestler. First, you think Rich Rich Swan looks dirty. Now you're yeah. out here saying John Moxley <laughs> isn't isn't interesting enough to you. Pick up your mind, man. I
1: stand for the fact that Rich Swan. Looks dirty. I, I don't know. He just,
0: he You're just a black dirty. man, and that came off racist. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I don't know what else to say. But uh,
1: no, I, I, like I like him, but I guess I'm just not the biggest fan of him. I like Adam Page. Um, I think the match is gonna be good. I don't think it's gonna be bad. Uh, but you know, I guess I'm just not looking forward to it. But I do like a Texas Death Match, so why not? I was I was wondering why they didn't call it a San Francisco deathmatch, but I guess because the match is a Texas deathmatch, which no they they in San Francisco, they're not in Texas. Doesn't they're
0: sound Texas. cool to say San Francisco, Francisco deathmatch. match. They
1: <laughs> could say the Bay Area. Okay, no, it doesn't work. Um yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good bloody match. And sometimes all you need. Just throw that in the middle of the car somewhere and get people hyped. you know?
0: I think so. This is uh feel like this is the match you put on maybe before the 60 minute iron man match just so there's a lot of hype before we sit down for an hour long match um but yeah next match on here that i see is samoa Joe versus wardlow aew tnt title match i feel like this should have like a little bit of a stipulation like a falls count anywhere or something like that but it's just a regular match for the title samoa joe's champ going against wardlow Samoa Joe beat Wardlow for the title cut off his hair I think the you know the work that they've done to like build the story behind here has been pretty good because Samoa Joe has been a wrecking ball which is what he should be you know that's what he's made to be you know this is this Samoa Joe that we've always wanted from like you know his WWE run we got in his NXT run but we didn't really get much of it in his WWE run now we're getting it again and you know I'm excited I I think Wardlow is probably going to win this matchup just because they still need to you know he need, he's getting his momentum back after being gone. They had to, you know, build this feud together. And AEW still has Samoa Joe and ROH as well cuz he's the TV title champion there. So I think Wardlow wins this one just because there's a bright future ahead of Wardlow. Wardlow will be world champion at some point if they keep things going. So Uh, I'm going with Wardlow for the win. I feel like it also makes the most sense, but hey, Samoa Joe could win again and just be on a reign of terror, and Samoa Joe just beats everyone's ass, and I am about that. Um, I'm happy that he beat Darby for the title again. I was waiting for that. I didn't want Darby as our TNT (laughs) champ. But uh, yeah, now we got Samoa Joe here kicking ass, and I'm excited to see what happens in this match, but Wardlow for the win.
1: Yeah, this match should be good. You know, um, I like I like I like a match between two two beefy guys. So that should be pretty good. Um, yeah, I want to see Worllo win. You know, I like Samoa Joe, he's doing his kinder right now, but he also is the ROH was the ROH TV champion, so he has something to do. Um, even if he drops his house, so it's not a big deal. Um, but Warlow, you know, it's time for him to fix what his first tower run was because his first tower run to me was kind of bad. But, you know, A-way, this is a redo, so I think this could he could fix it with the second one. But also, we got Will Hobbs lurking in the corner, and I want to see him win the title more than anything. So, truthfully told, I don't care who wins this match because I want Will Hobbs to win the title anyway. So, you know.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, his tag title, I mean, tag title, his TNT title run just didn't have really, like, any cool things behind it his first time around because... I'm looking at it now, and after he beat Scorpio Sky for the title, the best match that he had that I'm looking at, besides him going against Samoa Joe, or he also went against Brian Cage. That was a good one. But he had a good match against Orange Cassidy. Then the rest of the time he was going against like your Tony Nese, your Ryan Nemeth, you know, random people like that. And then Matt Taven, (laughs) like Avaria Davari, and then he lost it in that uh, that trios match with uh uh powerhouse hobbs and Wardlow, and yeah so i think and then he was also he was a part of the war joe tag team so like <laughs> it got a little weird but if they want to build them up and give them real compa- put them against the that would be fucking wild put them against like people of like orange cassidy brian cage level because those were like the only two big matches he had minus his uh when he lost the title so i think um I think he wins. I think he has to win this one. It would be cool. Okay, and then the main event of the night with an eight match card. You would think they'd be a little shorter just because they are going to have an hour long match? Sure. I think depending on how pacing goes, maybe who knows, but it's a Sunday night. So, we're going to get an hour long match that's probably going to end at 11:30. But MJF versus Brian Danielson, 60 minute Iron Man match, you know, I have mixed feelings about this because there is a one side of me that's like, Oh, 60 minutes. That's awesome. But then knowing, because AEW gives us like long ass shows and that's the problem. They're not bad shows. <laughs> it's just long, especially, it's a, especially on a Sunday, but MJF versus Brian Danielson. It only makes sense that MJF wins this belt, which I kind of wish he wasn't going against Brian Danielson. I mean, he, you got to build a legitimacy of this reign. Beating someone like Brian Danielson gives you legitimacy. But also, I know you're a hater. I don't think you're a Brian Danielson fan from what I remember, but like, I feel like this guy should be world champion, but like, now he's going to lose to, now he's going to probably lose to MJF. I'm expecting some form of shenanigan for him to like, you know, win one random fall or, you know, or how he wins the match. That's what I'm expecting from MJF because he's never winning anything pure. Like, he's always finding a way to cheat. So, I don't know what to expect. I think, you know, MJF has been training his ass off. He keeps posting photos of him in the gym. So, I hope his stamina is up there. He's looking jacked to the gills. But I hope he can go stamina wise with Brian Danielson. Because we know this man. He, this is, he's built for a match like this. That's the thing. And this is going to be for those people that like wrestling. If you like wrestling, you like actual wrestling. Not just the stories. And, the like, like, this is the thing about This is what AEW's kind of built off. The wrestling fans that enjoy the wrestling type of shit if you're a fan of like japanese wrestling if you're a fan of like okada and his 60 minute matches back in new japan you'd probably be a fan of this kind of stuff um i i just think it only makes sense for mjf to win the title but who knows maybe they take it off of him because of his movie <laughs> I, I i don't see how i don't know I've also seen a lot of mixed reactions with MJF lately, because this guy Suplex, he talked about it, and maybe I'll talk about it in our show next week, but, like, like with MJF being champ and whatnot, but, um, yeah, I'm gonna say MJF wins, and I feel like there's a lot more stuff that MJF can do as champion if they're trying to make this a long reign, you know, we had a couple of short ones with the last stuff that was going on with Mox and Punk and shit, but MJF for the win is what I'm kind of go with here. But how do you feel? I feel like someone like you probably is going to hate this match.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I, I actually like I like okay. I don't like technical wrestlers, but I do like down Daniel, Brian Danielson. To uh, I enjoy his match. I think he has some uh one of my favorite matches is him versus Kenny Omega. You know, like I I enjoy matches from him. Um, it took me a while to appreciate him though. Like, if I be honest, like I thought Man 30 was some. Some crap, <laughs> but looking back, I'm like, was oh, pretty cool." But uh, yeah, I hope this match does good. You know, I I'm hoping MJF pulls out the bang, but y'all thought I can wrestle for sixty minutes and just fools us, and he's actually like on like killing it. Um, so I hope that happens. Um, but like, like if that doesn't happen, this match could probably be really bad. <laughs> if if he gets gas thirty minutes in and he and he struggles the rest of thirty minutes, I don't know. I don't even think Brian it could, like, carry him the rest of the way. Um, so let's hope that doesn't happen. Uh, it's going to be a long one, though. I'm going to be exhausted. It's Sunday. You know, people work Monday morning, and, you know, if this paper does not end by 12 and this match is still going on, I'm going to blame Tony Khan for book, for booking seven other matches in the car where he could just do five and just survive. <laughs> like, his matches are long anyway, so I don't know why there's eight matches with a 60-minute Iron Man match. But... um you know, AEW. Um, it, but I'm, I'm looking forward to see how it goes. I think it might surprise people. I think MJF is going to actually be able to put it off. And I'm looking forward to see if that's true.
0: I think he can. You know, MJF, while a lot of people say he's just a mic piece, you know, like he's only good on the mic. That match he had against Takeshita was a straight banger. Like, him, that, that whole, like, flip he took that he uh, that he did after the clothesline on the top rope, crazy. Like, this fan can wrestle. So, you know, I, I personally would like if this match was, like, a 30-minute Ironman match. Those are still a things. I, w- I wish that's what this match was, but hey, they're putting MJF as a lover of professional wrestling, too. I mean, they put him in a dog collar match, now they're putting him in an Ironman match. These are, like, if you grew up as a big fan of wrestling, like this is like dreams come true. Especially look at the people that this man is facing. Like it's crazy to think MJF is only a year older than us. You know, like this man is now wrestling with his like, you know, people that everyone has looked up to. Punk, C- uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah, you know, it's just wild. So, you know, I-, I think he can pull it off. I think he can. MJF. There's a reason why he's going to be a hot commodity and he talks about it all the time when uh, the bidding war happens of 2024, but I think, you know, there's a lot to happen and I think he'll, I think he'll do well. Now I'm just, I'm just wondering, you know, where's the shenanigans? How does he fuck with Brian Danielson? How does he get the win dirty? You know, that's kind of what I'm looking for, but I'd be shocked. You know, they could just give it to Brian, but I don't see that happening, but who knows? So there's a lot to be happening here. These are all the matches that have been announced as of now. For right now, we don't know if there's a pre-show, but I don't know. There might be a random thing. I'm surprised they didn't do a pre-show match with the face of the revolution ladder match and just do that there, but instead they put it on uh on Wednesday. So it's a lot. It's a Sunday that's going to be the worst part about the entire thing because you give this to me on a Saturday, I can make it work. I'll be I'll be tired, but it's fine. It's a Saturday, not a Sunday because then Monday everyone works. But now I get to watch this pay-per-view from home. I would have liked to have gone to uh, the uh, the bar that I always go to, so that it can't happen. But that's been our show. I hope you guys enjoyed our takes and how we're feeling about the card. Let us know what you think. Let us know at WrestleBuzz on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, three z's on twitter if i'm correct and then you know if you like us if you like hearing what we're talking about we're on project kayfabe which is also on this wrestling uh, podcast feed so you can check us out we normally come out anywhere between a wednesday thursday kind of schedule we'll be back next week uh talking about what happened the fallout of this card we'll be talking about uh everything else in wrestling and maybe we'll talk about some old TNA. Uh, So thank you for listening. Follow everything that is WrestleBuzz and the podcast that are on this feed. With all that, enjoy your pro wrestling. I hope Sunday is a good show for us all. And um, yeah, take care, everyone.